The following podcast contains adult themes, adult humor, and particularly adult language. It is not intended for children. Right. Dear Ground Level, I really enjoy listening to your podcast, but I think they would be better in the following ways. One, we all go to the movies, so an occasional film review would be nice. Two, deeper coverage of the latest news that concerns us, the public. Three, bring back one of your special sections like The Daily Grind or Story of the Week, perhaps something new to spice things up a bit. Hope you don't mind the feedback and generally loving your work. Bill G from Redmond. Really? P.S. I'm not him. Right. Okay. Thanks, Bill. We'll see what we can do. Right, guys? Okay. Yeah, all right. Oh. Yeah. Yeah. You're listening to the Ground Level Podcast with Dennis Jose Francois. Hello. Dan Colcott. Hi. Brownie. Hello. And me, Lucky. This is the discussion show for the rest of us. The one where we look at everyday problems suffered by everyday people and try to come up with a few solutions. It just depends how cross the ground level you are. It just depends how close the ground level you are. Can you see the hurt? Can you see the pain? Can you feel the So once again, listeners, um, we have virtual Lofty, new and improved, and he's a he's a little bit bionic now. How's everybody? Who should we start with? I think I think we need to start with Brownie actually. <laughs> Brownie, what is on your mind? Yeah, let's get this over and done with. Um, so, my I I like a horror film. I like a, a good slasher horror. You know, Halloween type, Friday the Thirteenth, all that sort of stuff. Love it. Can't get enough of it. And then every now and then I find myself slipping into the disturbing genre of horror. Psychological horror. So I had heard mentioned before the Serbian film by our very own Dan as being one of the worst horror Hello. films out there. And then, and then uh, I, I kind of forgot all about it. And then my sister-in-law, who also loves a horror, and we end up having a bit of a horror off, she ordered the Serbian film from Love Film, as you do. It. So she watched it, and then therefore I was like, well, I have to watch it, because it can't be that bad. So Jim and I watched the Serbian film, and it is disturbing. Like, I'm still getting over it. This was a couple of weeks ago. You have to have a good hour of comedy to back it up afterwards. It was just... I, I no, Correct me if I'm wrong, Dan, but on our other podcast, did we not talk about the Serbian film as being on the top ten most disturbing films ever made? Yeah, I think easily. I yeah. think it might even be in the top three. And I don't know. Like, I don't even know because you've bought a a uh, what's the word a retail copy. Yeah. If you've even got the uncut version, there were some bits in it that I can't. If they were cut, I would hate to see the uncut version. <laughs> is it that bad? Yeah. There's a scene in particular. But is it bad? In what way is it bad? Is it like graphically well, can, bad or psychologically bad? The, uh, I can read you the thing off IMDb if you want. Go on. An ageing porn star agrees to participate in an art film in order to make a clean break from the business, only to discover that he has been drafted into making a paedophilia and necrophilia-themed snuff film. 
can't wait to watch it. I never read that, actually. I didn't even read the... Uh, yeah. I don't get why you would not go and look and see that and then think, because, oh, I don't want to see it. Because it's like, if someone says to me, it's the worst ever horror, I just presume it's going to be a certain type of horror. And when my sister-in-law said, yeah, we watched it, you should watch it, it's a brilliant horror, but it is quite disturbing... I just thought, well, it can't be that bad. And you just think, well, you never really read what it's about. Yeah, it's really disturbing. So my top three most disturbing films that I just can't ever go back to would be the Serbian film, uh, The Human Centipede 2 and Antichrist with Willem Dafoe. Watch that. That's mental. Although, to be fair to that, that's only disturbing probably for a specific sequence rather than I certainly imagine probably at least half of the Serbian film is too much oh, yeah. in the senses. Yeah, yeah. Brad, did you ever think of turning the Serbian film off? Well, it's one of those films that you kind of watch it because you just want there to be some sort of happy ending. <laughs> and you're waiting for it. You're kind of like halfway through thinking, I can't stop it now because now it's really disturbing. And we got to the end of the film, and I hate to blow it for all those people who really want to watch it, but there is no happy ending. <laughs> oh, okay. I'm, I'm quite shocked at that. Have oh, you right. have you all seen Irreversible? No. no. That's quite unpleasant. Nowhere near on the level of the Serbian film, but for one violent sequence and one horrifically drawn-out rape sequence that has no mm. cut, so it doesn't cut away for a second. It, okay, so let me ask you a question. Is there a... A line that you won't cross where horror films can send. For instance, you just said there's a rape sequence, and you went, oh, whatever. But are there certain types of horror film which you can, you just like, no, not watching this. Yeah, I wouldn't want to watch anything with paedophilia in it, which is half of the Serbian film. It's a sexual horror. Yeah, is it graphic paedophilia? No, it's all. A lot of it is in. No, 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 not at all. I mean, how? What's the line between like graphic that you can actually get away with in that? Yeah, in that area. I don't know. What's actually really dodgy? I don't want to watch it or have it on my computer because I'm going to get nicked. Dodgy. Yeah. Well, this this doesn't show any of that at all. It's just well, it sort of suggests it, and that's. Well, plus, <laughs> being a retail version, you're not going to get nicked for having it, are you? No, 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 no. I suppose not, no. But I think the original. I seem to remember the original edit premiered at Fright Fest. Uh, well, premiered in England in Fright Fest probably about two years ago. And because I don't think it had gone through the is it the British Board of Censors properly, or at least there was some grey areas, and it hadn't been properly certified, they pulled it. So the screening got pulled completely, right. and it wasn't. No one was able to show it for a certain length of time while they. Mm. So they they have done edits since. I believe you can get um, online copies of it. Um, that are uncut. On the on the uh, the Serbian film mm. on the IMDb thing, it's I think it was mainly released <coughs> in Japan, and that doesn't surprise me because no offence to Japanese people, but they are they properly love all this kind of weird shit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, don't worry, you haven't offended any Japanese. <laughs> so but anyway, it it just uh, it took me to a point where I just thought this is the sort of horror that I just don't want to watch. See, I find you turn it off. Yeah, when it had finished, and then I watched I, the comedy. I, I find with horror films that they either don't they don't scare me. They don't scare me. They're like what most most films which build themselves as horror are actually really predictable. Mm. Especially yeah. when you see the trailers on TV and it's like you know the crying ghost baby girl in the corner and they're mm. trapped in the house or whatever. And by the time I'm finished watching the trailer, I'm like, 
I'm not going to go and see that, you yeah, know. Yeah, but that's why I like the slasher horrors, because you know what's going to happen. And it's funny, like, <laughs> they're, they're just funny to me. There's not, there's nothing scary or jumpy or anything. It's just how ridiculous can they make the next slasher? See, I, I'm, I'm stuck no, in a cabin I, in the middle I'm of the I'm far more terrified by more normal types of films where things go badly, badly wrong. And there isn't yeah, any yeah. blood and guts and gore. Mm. And it's that, do you know what I mean? That's yeah. a, a much scarier situation. I mean, for me, the, we've spoken about this before, the, the scariest thing that can happen to me is when you're trying to do something really good and something really bad happens. Mm. And that's the worst kind of situation. <laughs> We're not going to recite that tale. That's for another time. <laughs> you knew exactly <laughs> what I was thinking. <laughs> oh, yeah. uh, um, uh, so, all right. So, Dan, well, what's on your mind? <laughs> well, seeing as we're, we're on this topic... I went to see a film um, last night called Zom Beavers. God, <laughs> this just sounds terrible already. So I, I oh, found... actually, I saw a trailer for that. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of people have. It's, it's not. Really... It's actually not quite what you think, is it? Well, certainly the trailer didn't make it look like that. What's what it is it? Zom Beavers. So zombie beavers. <laughs> <laughs> but a trailer kind of it went viral. You see that in Asda. In Asda? No, I saw it. That's actually in a cinema. Uh, No, this is a preview. So I I sent it on. Yeah, so um, because I sent the trailer out to a few people, um, someone immediately jumped on the fact that there was a screening that I could review. And I kind of felt like, well, I guess I may as well. And it was actually at NBC Universal in, um, you know, where Google offices in Tottenham Court Road. Um, needless to say, it was pretty awful, but I kind of, I did like, there was a lot of good humour in it, but they kind of, I think like, have you ever seen Slither? Yes. Where, where Slither has a really good script and some really good actors and acting, but kind of knows that it's doing a sort of... Um, hold on, hold on, I can't believe you guys are having a highbrow <laughs> film discussion about rubbish films. Yeah, have you ever seen Slither? Oh yes, I have. <laughs> <laughs> don't get techie, this is like me going, don't, don't talk about shit films. <laughs> oh, These are very good films, I have you know. Slither I've seen very recently, about 20 years ago. Um, but you know that's a that's kind of almost like taking the Mickey out of that whole B movie genre. But it's actually quite good and it's quite tongue in cheek. Whereas this doesn't quite know what it wants to be. They've obviously they're trying to make it slightly serious. What is it, what is it about? Zombie beavers that are attacking humans. Or yeah, attacking oh, humans in a cabin in the woods. In... Is it American? <laughs> yeah, brilliant. <clears throat> I'd like to see that. I mean, is that they made a good effort. I, I mean, I did, I, you know, I, I applaud everything that went into... Because it was obviously animatronics, so all the beavers are animatronics. And there's some, there's, there are some fantastic moments in I it. It's what, just, what other oh, films you could do like that, like zombie feces, all based at the Tower of London. <laughs> I like it. I like it. Yeah. That would be awesome. Or even, do you remember the Beefeater restaurants? Yes. <laughs> Sounds amazing. Now, obviously, it's not in any kind of comparison to any of this, but have you seen Troll Hunter? Yes. See, that I quite like. <clears throat> I thought I was going to be really disappointed with that, and that's actually quite a good film. What's that about, Lofty? A guy that hunts trolls. Yeah, but what? Trolls that live under a bloody bridge or the ones on the internet? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. Yeah, that lives under a bridge. Troll Hunter 2, internet trolls. <laughs> Brilliant. So, so, <laughs> internet lo- trolls. so, virtual Lofty. 
Yeah. What's been on your mind? Or what on, should I say, I on like, your foot? I feel like I need to continue this film theme, but um, I'm not going. Okay. Um, yeah. <laughs> uh, what's on my mind? I'll go back to work next week, which is the first time I will have been in work in the last three and a half months. Oh. Well done. Yeah. And how do you feel yeah, about just, that? Uh, good, yeah, I'm really looking forward to it. I haven't really enjoyed working from home at all, to be honest. It gets a bit boring, doesn't it? Are you running around now? I'm walking about, yeah. Mm. yeah. Well, without without the... Um, the boots. The boots. <laughs> the boots. <laughs> no, yes. I have got, like, a support on it, but no, no boots, no. Oh. Are you limping? Uh, not, no, I was last week, not so much this week. Are you still pulling a poorly face, like you're a poorly puppy? No, good. no. I, I think we should have a competition. Listeners, we all give a prize to the person who sends in the best drawing of Lofty's foot. What? Post it, post operation, post injection. E- either or, just the best drawing of Lofty's foot. Kind of looks the same, but yeah, okay. Bonuses if you do it with them being eat his foot being eaten by zombie beavers. Yeah, 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 that's extra bonus. Have you still yeah, got a zombie beaver right on the end of it? Have you still got your toenails painted, Lofty? No, they they came off a while ago. Well done. Okay. What's on your mind, Dennis? Well, quiz shows. Of course. <laughs> <laughs> quiz show. Why? Do, why do we watch quiz shows? What enjoyment do you get? I found myself last night we were watching Who Wants to Be a Millionaire from the 90s. It's from the 90s, do you know what I mean? It's on like one of those repeat television channels, mm. and yet we were gripped. Is the guy going to win a million pounds <laughs> in the past? Do you know what I mean? And I... <laughs> And I find that, like, especially in the early afternoon, if you get home from work early, and there's always there's like the chase, there's pointless, there's well, there isn't, um, and what's her name, uh, Weakest Link isn't on anymore. There's all these quiz shows, and you just flick through the channels before the news or any decent programming's on, and I find myself stopping at a quiz show, and I and like people love them. Do you know what I mean? Like, why? Why do we watch quiz shows? Yeah, see, I don't. No, I, I don't know. I, really I, I don't, don't love them, but I well, when they're on, I find myself sitting there. Like answering questions yeah. and sometimes rooting for the people on there. I think I've so, seen I've seen loads recently, and there are quite a few that are really really rubbish. Like <laughs> tipping point. What's that? That is proper toss. <laughs> Basically, people sitting in a chair, oh. and like the studio must be like a hundred meters long. If they don't answer the question right, they go back forward, back back further and further and further to the point where they get to the tipping point. <laughs> <laughs> and then they go backwards. That's it. Go backwards into it's what really though? Shit. What do they go it's back? It's like in? a really, really shit version of Graham Norton. What do they go back into? A swimming pool? A tiger's uh, pit? A trough of zombievers. <laughs> but yeah, so don't you think though that quiz shows were on a Saturday night when you're a kid and you'd watch them with your parents and then it's sort of fizzled out? Oh, I love a bit of bullseye. Blockbusters. Bullseye yeah. is amazing. Yep. Catchphrase. Uh, family fortunes. Yeah, yeah. that one. <laughs> but, but what I want to know is what is so appealing about them? And do you know anyone who's ever been on a, on a quiz show? Uh, there was yeah. a guy from our school who went on. Uh, <clears> what was the. Uh, what was the one that was on um, in the afternoons with the school kids? Blockbusters. Yeah, Blockbusters. Mm. Um, he was on that representing our school and he got he answered one question and got it wrong. Uh-huh. And then was the laughing stock of the whole school. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no. So, Do you know what I don't understand what? at all? And I have tried to watch this, but deal or no deal? Oh, oh my God. Oh, what yeah. is that about? I don't understand it. How does it win from work? Is it just luck? Yeah, it is luck, definitely luck. But so basically, this—do you really want to know? Oh, Briefly. Okay, so there's 
there's 22 boxes and 22 people. The 22 people choose each choose a box at random before the game show starts, and then Noel Floppy Hair Edmonds chooses one of them to come and play, and then they have to pick those number pick numbers at random or however they've got. Some of them have like this kind of uh, system or whatever, and they pick the numbers, and there are blue values which range from 10p to 750 pounds, and there's red values which are ranging from 1,000 pounds to 250,000 pounds. And if they take out the bigger money, the banker will give them a lower offer. That's basically it. Right, and but so because all the contestants always seem to really know each other, so they're like one big family. Or yeah. Well, yeah. I think you stay on the. Sh- and this is quite. This is why I quite like it, really. Um, because I've been off loads it is something that you kind of it's a bit like a soap where you have to kind of watch it from start to finish right um, like like daily basically and it is obviously a bit too much I don't watch it every day but most days um, it's working and they, all live, they all live together in a hotel and they get to know each other like really really well mm. um, and cool. you can be on it for a maximum of anything between one and 22 weeks because there's 22 boxes. But once you have your turn, then you're off. Yeah, that's it. And you can't go back on the show again. That's why it's kind of like quite mad because people are there for possibly 22 weeks and most of them... Most of them don't get chosen within the first day. They've been there for like three months and... They can win. They can go away with a penny and win fuck all. Lofty, you should have done that. You've had 22 weeks. Imagine if you told your job that you were sort of just, uh, I've got like, I've got like evening classes every Thursday afternoon. After <laughs> <laughs> 22 weeks. Uh, so hang on, I'll I mean, try you're, again. You're out completely. It's not like every Thursday afternoon, you're, you're off. Oh, it's every day? Every day. They film it, I think. I think they film one episode a day or maybe two episodes a day. Right. So, um, yeah, you can be there for a long time. So that's actually bullshit. They're not going to be there for 13 weeks. They're going to be there for 13. <laughs> oh, you really made it sound a bit more rubbish now. Uh, Dan, Dan has a question. No, it wasn't a question. I think, I think it's gone by. I was going to say, so it's just like doing jury service, except you don't actually get to send Noel Edmund to prison at the end. Oh, I like no. Noel. No, you don't. Oh, no. He's a smug tosser. Oh, no, he looks great, With his just-for-men beard. He doesn't, he doesn't look any different. He looks the same. Are you angry because of his breakup with Mr Blobby? Yeah. Can I ask a question quickly? What do people think about Cliff Richard? I love his songs. Um, well, it, so what, all right. So obviously, this is sort of a direct follow-up to our, you know, a couple of times back on the podcast we spoke about celebrity uh, guilty guilt, before being yeah, innocent. Yeah. So, what is the current state with Cliff Richard? Is he just being questioned? Is he guilty? Is he no. innocent? No. He he was taken in for questioning and he wasn't arrested. But the big hoo ha is that. The police told the BBC that they were going to search his house and the BBC made it front and centre news like a live feed on the internet and on their news <laughs> channel as the police were going into his home. Yeah, and he, was, he wasn't even in the country at the time. Um, no. well, okay, so what do I think? My question is this, right? What did they expect to find at his house 22 years later? That's, that's what I want to know. What yeah. exactly would they find? What evidence would you find... Is it? So it's twenty. It's like twenty-two years or something, isn't it? Like, what? Yeah. Since the allegation, whatever the allegation is. Yeah. But maybe they look. Maybe they have found in <clears> other houses <throat> photographs or weird images or whatever. It is true. That sort of thing. I find some hard drive full of. 
But it's got nothing to do with, apparently it's got nothing to do with this Operation U-Tree thing. Right. Even though Operation U-Tree were the ones that tipped off the media that they, the police were going there, which I find a bit weird as well. Mm. It's a bit strange, all of it. It's a dodgy, it's a dodgy, dodgy story. He's taken multiple, um, what do they call it? Like super injunctions. Apparently he's got, he's, there, there's various injunctions upon injunctions to stop various things getting out about him, which is widely presumed, I say this in inverted commas, because, you know, of his sexuality mm. rather than anything he's done illegal. So it's mm. all a bit it's all a bit muddled in that because obviously he's a private person and he wants to remain private. Yeah. So he's probably made efforts to keep things about his life private as he should, as he can, as nothing wrong with that. But it's probably getting people talking about the wrong things. Yeah. I think as we just have celebrities shoved at us all the time, don't we? Sorry. And you get like the occasional one like this who's, you know, fiercely <clears throat> private. And mm. um, and then when something like this happens, most people are like, oh, I knew he was a weird because he oh, never comes yeah. out. You know, he's always hidden away. And well, well anyone, him. I mean, anyone who isn't overtly sexual, who doesn't have a set partner that we know about, or, mm. you know, there's something dodgy. I mean, look at Morrissey. Everyone kind of jumps to weird conclusions about Morrissey, but he's just a private person. Mm. I mean, look at... See, I, not, to, not about Morrissey, but like Cliff Richard, <laughs> um, when that kind of all kicked off, there was like a few people talking about it on Facebook. And yeah, that's where I get all my news from. Get on Facebook. And uh, yeah, someone, someone put a link to this woman who basically knew about this place called the Elm Guest House in Southwest London. Mm-hmm. And that's where he's linked to. And there's basically there's a, a piece of paper which has got uh, the the woman who ran that place kind of like covering her back, and she's written. I mean, I don't know whether it's true. This is all hearsay, I suppose. But um, uh, written like a list of all these people that were at this place and what it was basically. Um, and there's you know it's like a who's who of like MPs in the 1980s, along with Cliff Richard and a few other people. Um, I, so, I think, you know, it's just... It's just so where are yeah, all the other names a, in this, then? Uh, so, so hang on, are you saying that it's, what, like a, an orgy or something a bit more sinister yeah, than that? Yeah, it's like a... It's like a <clears throat> basically, this Elm guest house is in Richmond, or was in Richmond, and it's about, um, uh, basically, kids were brought there and people could do whatever they liked to them, mm. basically, without getting... You know, too yeah, graphic. Yeah. yeah. Mm. Oh, God. Yeah. There's a lot of stuff on the internet about <laughs> it, and, you know, obviously not proven um, innocent until proven guilty and all that lot. I do understand that, but I don't know. It's, there's a fine line with this, especially as it's, you know, like Operation Nutri is so much in the public eye. Um, it's going to be very difficult for him to get over that if it's not true. But that's yeah. the that's a problem if, with all sorry, this, though, isn't it? Once, once your name is out there, whether you're innocent or not, that's it. You've got your, yeah. you've got that label. Well, look, to be fair, I mean, I, I don't particularly like Jim Davidson, but apart from being a fairly, um, I don't know, having some unpleasant topics of comedy, he didn't do anything wrong. They dragged him mm. through the ringer. I think even Freddie Starr as well. They, you know, yeah. I, I kind of, you know, they're not they're not particularly nice characters, but you do. You don't think that anyone really but deserves. But it, it is what at the moment hard to. It's really, you know. I mean, whether they. It does feel, and we said this before. It does feel like there's a lot of stuff surfacing out of the out of the woodwork, 
and it's it must be very hard as a celebrity to refute any claims at mm. the moment. Mm. You know, what if one we suddenly <clears throat> decided to just pick you know someone at random? The police would be forced to investigate it, and it'd be very easy to mess somebody up completely. Yeah, and, yeah definitely. And, yeah. So, and not particularly be even held accountable to it, which I think brings us nicely onto the pattern. I, I, I heard, I've only learned about this today, because I heard about it already this morning. I didn't know it was called the fappening. Neither did I. Um, would somebody care to explain the fappening, what's happened? Lofty? Basically, to cut a long story short, 60-odd photos of Jennifer Lawrence online. Uh, but the, the big underlying problem is that she had an iPhone. She's put these photos on uh, through her account onto iCloud, backed them up. And then someone's hacked that. So it's an, it, it, in a way, it's quite a lot of things going on. It's so first Jennifer of all, Lawrence using a fucking <clears throat> stupid password. So can, can, one, one second, Lofty, I have to ask a question. Is it just Jennifer Lawrence? No, no, no. I, so I'll, I'll step no. in on here because I think I know a little bit more um, yeah, in now. terms of the, the details. So the... Sorry, I know this, the is, this is... Well, this is the, the technical <laughs> bit. But apparently there was a weakness in the Apple security system where someone you could basically guess a password as many times as you wanted so some someone somehow managed to just keep trying to guess various celebrities a, a dictionary attack okay interesting so but apparently there's two gig two gigabytes worth of uh, photo and movie material taken from uh, at least a hundred different a-list female celebrities. So, so to translate that into something slightly more technical, basically somebody has either got a list of emails. Slightly more technical. Yeah, just processing. They've what got a list of emails, and they figured out right. Jennifer Lawrence is using Jennifer Lawrence at hotmail.com as her Apple address. I am not. What, what, what did you say? Lofty was her password. <laughs> the Hunger Games is shit. <laughs> um, and then. Yeah, cheers. <laughs> and then they once they know that they've got the right email address for the account then they've just basically used a program to try every possible combination of standard six to eight letter characters mm. starting with the most popular passwords and eventually if there's no limit on the time, amount of times that happens they will score right and then they've just gone through a list of celebrity um logins so yeah that that's the the fact that you can you could try that many passwords untouched without it bouncing back at you is a, is a quite a flaw in any security system. Mm. Um, but it does mean that somebody used a stupid password, and it and it does mean yeah, right. that somehow it was quite easy for them to get the login email address, which you know. And that's simply how they've done it. That's probably how they've done it. Mm. I mean, but that's not that hard. So consider this: if you've got an iPhone or a, a yeah. an app, right? Okay. So I'm going to guess that your iTunes. Um, pa uh, password is one of your regular email addresses. I mean, just don't answer that, but that's what I'd guess. And you, you've probably got about three email addresses that I know about. One of those is the one that you're using to log into Apple. So knowing that, I could probably guess your password within about an hour. Well, We're using the same security flaw. I, I don't think that exists across the board. It was just a somehow found... I challenge you to that. 
I have a really peculiar pass- password. But what I mean is I would use a program to do it. I wouldn't be guessing. I would just cycle through every combination of proper possible okay. letters. That's what I mean. Blue and a computer can do that thousands in a All second. Right. That's I've got images of someone sat there going, right, the, the, No, no, no. no. The, import, the important thing is that I'm, I can guess the email address that you're using to log into iTunes. Once I've got that, oh, 70% of the battle is done. Yeah. You know, right, then, it's, then it's just a question of guessing the password, which is actually quite easy. So... Mm. So to go into more detail, because I've read quite a few articles on this, that whoever, whoever the, the, the person or persons that did it, they were selling the photos and trading, and now they've got it, they, they, because the feds are so fast on their tail, um, they're being encouraged to release the lot. Because apparently there's only, there's barely, I don't know, 10, 20% of the, the, the full mother load, as it were, so, um, what, the so guy, celebrities are being encouraged to just put them out there? Or? No, 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 no. So the guy, whoever the guy or girls or guys who did it, um, are now being, you know, people are saying, you know, the gig is up. You may as well just release so, them. Right, so they're trying to sell them. So what are you going to do then? <laughs> Run! <laughs> and are, are there in amongst all these <clears throat> pictures any naked men? Yeah. Really? Yeah, because because they're they're kind of you Where know are they they're. Then? They're, they're sex selfies, so there's there's Where's people having then? sex and there's people with so, women so doing actually, stuff to wieners and so, men's wieners. So somebody, it sounds like somebody's been doing this for quite a long time mm. and collected a massive back catalogue of stuff. Yeah. That's interesting. That And here's one of my takes on it. Most people who have, like, eye devices, the Apple devices, mm. they're not aware that if they don't change the default settings their stuff is being uploaded to the cloud. Mm. Because even someone has... Not anymore. I don't think so. When I got my iPhone and you had to sign up for that, I don't think you can... I don't think it does it automatically. No, but what I mean, Lofty, is that it's very easy to not really understand what you're signing up for and agree to it. Because Apple... Mm. Like, for instance, I got a message on my iPad the other day saying, your iPad hasn't been backed up properly for two weeks and mm. you should back it up to, to iCloud. Now, if I didn't know what they were going on about, I could very easily end up turning it on and not realising that at the same time I'm backing up every photo that's in there too. And that's how that happens, do you know what I mean? Mm. People think, they, oh, I'm just backing up my softing, blah, 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 and then they don't realise that all of their photos that they're taking from any device that they've got. You know, yeah, because it, you know, automatically, any photos on your Mac, automatically now gets pulled into iPhoto, which then gets backed mm. up and it's Exactly, like, yeah. Can I ask a personal question? You know I'm gonna you know what I'm gonna ask here because I think our generation is not traditionally the generation that had mobile phones when we were young, free and promiscuous, but have has anyone here ever taken a naked selfie or something risque and sent it to a, a partner or whatever? No, I definitely haven't No. Do you know what? No, no, I don't, I, I don't, oh, no. Okay, so I would say that depends on what you call risque, because I've definitely taken photos with my phone <clears> that <throat> some people would consider n- nothing naked or sexual or anything yeah. like that. But I've definitely taken photos with my phone that I of of like either myself or partner that I wouldn't want everybody else to see. Yeah. That's for sure. Um, and I would say there is definitely pictures I've taken of me and friends doing stuff that I wouldn't want the whole world to see. (laughs) Might not be sexual, but it's still just as private. It's about privacy, really. Mm. Because if that guy has been, whoever it is, has been collecting sex pictures, then he's also been collecting all sorts of other pictures too. 
Mm. You know, people, for some reason, people take photos of themselves breaking the law, taking drugs, having sex, so, cheating on their wives. Do you know what I mean? Mm. Why people do that, I have no idea, but they do. So there's, there's, there's quite a few other people that have been caught. Um, Rihanna, apparently, mm. as well. Probably took them as that. Um, apparently, it started with an email sent, or it looked like it was sent from Apple, saying, this is an automated message from your system to let you know that you have to confirm your account information within 48 hours. Your account continues to be frozen, blah, 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 blah. To proceed to confirm your account information, please click here and follow the instructions that will be required. I mean, you're you're pretty stupid if you are going to go and click on that and yeah. in get, taken to, get taken to a website where you put in your account details. I'm sorry. Oh, yeah, it's I agree. I agree. I would retarded. expect my mum to fall for that, but mm. not anyone with a brain. Not that my mum doesn't have a brain. No, and I, I do <laughs> kind of agree that the people, not, not everyone that uses Apple, I totally understand that, but the majority of people using iPhones maybe don't really understand that that can happen. Um, can, I, can I just <laughs> add here, though, but the exact same thing could have happened with Android, because Google have a similar service, with Picasso, an image thing, and if you've mm. got an Android phone, you take pictures with it, and it gets uploaded to Google as well. And Microsoft have a similar service too. It's just that it happened on the Apple platform. I think it's just, it's just a general thing. It could have mm. happened anywhere. And it's not because, and I'd also say, it's not because people are stupid. Someone has been malicious here. Someone has hacked. Yeah. You know, if you're a victim of a crime, that doesn't make you stupid. If someone's deliberately done something bad to you, I think that's an important. Mm. Thing okay, to so let, let, let's from a kind of sympathy point of view, right? Bear in mind these are alias celebrities earning a lot of money. Do we do we think there's any blame in the fact that they've kept this, you know, digital sex footprint? on their phone, hard drives, whatever, cloud, etc. Is there any blame? I'm not saying, I'm just... No, I don't, think, I don't think there is. I think because, I mean, I personally would... I don't think there is because you should be able to do that without fear. Okay. You should be able to yeah, do that without people fear. People are into all sorts of stuff, aren't they? All right, let, let, let's turn the clock back 20 years. <clears throat> Once upon a time, you take pictures with a regular camera, you take them down to the chemist and get them developed, right? Now, a friend of mine's mum, when we were, we were kids, a friend of my mum worked at the Kodak Developing Lab somewhere in, I don't know, Wilsdon or Stonebridge. And she used to say to us, she never told us anything explicit, but she would say, if you saw some of the things yeah. that we saw, you would be shocked. You know, <laughs> and, I, and I think, God, imagine that. But yeah. they, they didn't, I mean, any, they could have taken pictures out. They must have seen stuff. They could have taken some pictures out and sold them to the press or whatever. Mm-hmm. And I guess maybe occasionally somebody did, but it is all about trust. You, would, you wouldn't expect that to happen from that service. So... I don't think there's any blame in that. On the other hand, if you are going to take pictures of yourself naked and leave them on your phone and upload them to a site, well, you know, you are opening yourself mm. up a little bit, aren't you? Yeah. I think I think with 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 some of them, with some of the celebrities in question, it I would imagine that the normal output for someone, you know, I, I don't know, it just seems it seems a little bit unlikely that they would like keep uploading like hundreds of pictures of themselves in various different states doing various different things you think bloody hell i mean you know it's quite vain for one thing and it's also quite yeah but i suppose it depends what you're into as a couple though like and if you get away with the first 10 and nothing comes of it no one captures it on your phone no one sees it then you just get more and more carried away with it 
Yeah, and it's easy to accumulate pictures as well. I mean, <laughs> just uh, I bought a, I bought a nice camera a couple of years ago. Mm. The other day, the counter on the camera ticked over for the second time. That means I've taken twenty thousand pictures in three years. Without even really, that's a massive yeah. amount, and that's just me being out and about. And every time I look at the pictures on my mobile, I'm like, bloody hell! I've taken two hundred oh, pictures yeah. on my phone. I've Ducky, I've Ducky, and our cat. I've got so many pictures <laughs> <laughs> of our bloody cat and Dougie. And what about Jim? Occasionally he'll be in the background. <laughs> what, holding Dougie or holding the cat? cat yeah. Okay, yeah. slightly different context. So, Bear sorry, in mind. sorry, can I just interrupt for a second? Sure. Sorry, because there's a Forbes article. So that's, that's uh, you know, Forbes is quite, 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 got quite a bit of clout on the internet. Uh, Jennifer Lawrence has said, nude photo leak isn't a scandal, it's a sex crime. Mm. Seriously, give it up. But this is it. Hang on, I just wanted to say to contextualise it. Right, okay. Fair in mind. This was the only time this had ever happened. You know, there's been. You know, ever since you know, mobile devices, the internet, iCloud, all these things have been available. Celebrities have been a target for hacking. You know, this isn't the first time, is it? Mm. So you would have thought with that in mind that, you know, I mean, let's face it, there's a, there's a tweet or there's something that gets released into the public domain of whatever celebrity in the net. But, I mean, we've had it since newspapers have been around where you've had, you know, what's it, um, tabloids. There was a specific word for it. But being papped, that was oh, yeah. it. Yeah. Getting papped. So that's been around. So this has just made it easier. So you would have thought with that in mind, bearing in mind, you know, the, the scandals that, that go through the, the internet and newspapers every week, that these celebrities would have been a little bit more careful. I'm yeah. not saying that, that, you know, it's malicious and it's wrong. It's definitely wrong. Mm-hmm. But you would kind of think, well... But then you see, if you take that, what everything you just said, right, but then apply that to say the hacking scandal mm. that happened a couple of years ago. Uh, yeah. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, um, just, to, just to say one more thing, the other way to look at this is, who would you have liked to have been hacked? Like, I think Scarlett Johansson, for instance, for me, and for Brownie, probably Steve Tyler from Aerosmith. Oh, yes, please. I love, I love him. But Scarlett Johansson's already been hacked. There's already um, selfies of her. Come on. But I don't think I don't like to see Stephen Tyler without any clothes on. It's his skinny leather pants and his long hair and his hat. <laughs> That's what you going to say then. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, Scarlett's got. I think this is a great lead-in really. for, for for our main topic. Well, our uh, right, maybe it's not even. I think it's a great lead-in for the next subject because I wanted to talk about adultery. Might <laughs> Off we go. Adultery. Well, okay. you know, extramarital relationships. Okay. Um, I just wanted to. Is that why you made us put the keys in the middle of the table? That's right. Yeah. Yeah. I just so in this in this in. Something happened recently um, where it became apparent to me that a friend of mine is having a fit. Married. Okay. Which friend? Which friend? Uh, <laughs> uh, That's not so Talk to me, Dennis. Now, um, the question is just so, what do you do in that situation? Do you ignore it? 
Do you have any obligation to inform the other party? Do you speak to anyone? What, what's the, what, are, what are the social norms here? Hang on a minute. Hang out? I need to establish we, one thing. We need to know some kind of... Like, you don't obviously need to tell us who they are, but are you on an equal standing with the woman and the man in exactly. the relationship? No. No. Who, who has cheated on who? The woman or the man? The man. Obviously. The man is who seeing you, who some... Are you, who are you friendlier with? The man or the The man. Woman? Okay, so you've got an implied loyalty to the man in this. Well, no, no, loyalty's nothing to do with it. I know the man better than his wife, but it's the man who's having an affair. And when... Who are you friends with first? The man. Okay, loyalty. No, 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 but I'm not talking about loyalty there. But okay, so maybe loyalty, but... Yeah. All right, so what's the what's the social protocol here? Do I ignore it, though? How long have you known about it? I've worked... I don't... I've worked it out about... Three or four months ago. Why have you told her yet? Why haven't I told her oh. yet? Well, this is the question. Do do I have any no, right to get involved? That's, no, that's fair enough I, question, right? You've known for three months. But, but do I have any right to get... Route, so why haven't you told her? Okay, no, no, no. hang on, hang on. Route one, for me, if it was me, mm. I would... If you, if you do feel strongly about it, I would... Have you had a conversation with the man in this? No, I tell you what, I've had Does a conversation... Does he know you know? Uh, no. I've, I've had a conversation to see if I could, not so much trip him up, but see if I could get him to confess. Yeah. And he told what I considered to be quite a weak lie, uh. which almost confirmed it for me. But it, I don't have hard evidence. And the thing is, I don't really want to get involved. I'm, I, it just led me to think, what is the social norm here? Because here's the other thing. I suspect his wife might know anyway. That's why I'm not going to get involved there. Do you know what I mean? It's right. a phrase from Made in Chelsea. They may be in a polyamorous relationship. Don't quote Made in Chelsea if you don't watch it, Lofty. I do watch it. Oh, do you? Oh, my God. I love it. Oh, we need to talk about that. Oh, my God. Not, but not on so air. I can't believe you just said that. Sorry. <laughs> um, I oh. think that uh, you shouldn't tell the other party. I've re- I think you should really try not to get involved. But if it was a friend of mine... And I, sus- and I suspected it, I would say to him or her, just outright, are you having an affair? Because if I know, other people might know. And yeah. are you okay? If you're that unhappy, like, why are you doing it? Like, I'd probably have that chat right. with my best friend. But then I would never go, I would never tell the other person. I'd probably say, yeah. you know, you, if that's down yeah. to your friend, that I just wouldn't get involved. Because you never I know. Agree. That's, right. that's, 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 that's more or less what I was thinking yeah. about it. But what, I think it depends on the balance of the relationship. If you can see one person is clearly suffering, yeah, mm. at, at the impact, because basically you know that this person's energies and emotions are all going somewhere else, and this person, someone you actually care about, is suffering because of it, then in that case, you should have a word with them and say, look, you know, this, this, is, this is not on, this yeah. is not fair. That's what this I mean. Is, yeah. Poor, yeah. poor player. Not, I mean, I'm not saying you give them an ultimatum or you threaten them, but you say, "Come on, look, you know, you can't keep on like this." Yeah. If, if you're you really, if you're yeah. not, if you're not happy in yourself and you really want this other person, mm. go with that, do the right thing, but just don't string it out. Okay, if you were the person <clears throat> that was not having the affair in a relationship and someone you knew, whether it was a close friend or not, not getting into all that, where do your loyalties lie? Would you want to know? Would yes. you want to be told by this person? If I, if someone was pulling the wool over my eyes, if I was, if I was in a relationship with someone 
and I thought everything was hunky-dory and fine and they were actually cheating me. I had no idea. Damn right I'd want to know. Mm. I would. Of course, of course you would because you're being tricked, you're being fooled. Mm. I, would, I would want to. So if you, if you found out that someone close to you, another friend, knew what was happening, would you be angry with them? Well, if they knew what was happening and they didn't tell me, yeah, that's a bit trickier. Mm. Because then, then we get to the other question, which I actually had <clears> written down here, is are, are affairs or extra marital relationships, whatever, are they ever justified? That's a really good question. I probably say no. Because if you're that, think, un- uh, sorry, if, if, well, if just if you're that unhappy, or if there's something that's pushing you into that scenario, then why not get out of the current situation I- you're in and then. I think if you've got, I think if you've got no children, mm-hmm. and you're a lot older, you're kind of in your sixties or. Uh, but, then, <laughs> but then I think it would be mutual. You'd probably know that that was going on. Yeah, but you, that doesn't make it what? right to have an affair. No, I'm not saying I'm not saying it's right. All right, that was the question. Right. That was the question. So I can. So all right. So I'm just put it out with no. If you're 64 and you live in Kent, you're right. Okay, so you don't have to answer this or not. You met my dad. Has anyone here (laughs) ever had an affair of any kind? No. Well, doesn't affair mean if you have to be married? Christ. No, it just means that you're in one relationship and then you start seeing someone else. You you get involved with someone else. Question. No, no, I haven't. No. No. Have you, Dennis? I have. I have, and I'm so, not. So. I'm not. I'm not proud of it, and um, I've lived with a, with the guilt of it for a very, very long time. Even though I don't think I need to be guilty, but you can't help it. Uh, and the problem simply was, I was at the end of one relationship, and I got involved in another, and there was overlap, yeah. and I didn't feel I could tell my previous partner properly because she was really quite. I won't say suicidal, but she was in, a little bit into self harm. And it was very, very, very difficult. And I, I was trying to find a way that I could end one relationship mm. without causing any damage. Um, <laughs> and it's, it's just really, really hard. And I was in this situation where every day I'd be like, I've got to, I've got to tell her what's going on. I've got to tell her what's going on. Like, this is wrong. But, but it was just never right. And eventually I did. Eventually I did. It took, probably took about six weeks mm. that there was an overlap. Um, and uh, yeah, and, and everything happened the way I feared it would, and it was terrible. Mm. Do you know what I mean? And that was what. I was, so in that situation, it wasn't like I, I wasn't. I would say I wasn't cheating on her. I suppose technically speaking, I was, but I I had the intention to end the relationship, and for various reasons, I found it very difficult. Now, um, and I, like I said, and I've still lived with the guilt of that, even though I ended it do you know what I mean and I knew from the minute the other relationship started I knew that I was going to end the other one I guess the thing that I did wrong is I just didn't do it immediately I was yeah. maybe too scared but, but yeah I think the thing is also like it's human nature even if you're in a relationship that you're unhappy with you probably don't realise how bad or unhappy the extent of that unhappiness until you've actually moved away from it but in order to get to that headspace you're in order to kind of give that up, because it's such a, it becomes such a way of life, that relationship, and that's all you know, and it's a, it's a big kind of attachment, that sometimes you feel that you, you need to make sure that this other thing here, whatever the, the other relationship is, is better, is more positive, is worth it. It's almost like, 
and then it's almost try before you buy. You've got to test mm. the waters. You've got to feel well, no, well, exactly. confident. You shouldn't, you shouldn't be doing that while you're in a relationship. No, oh, but, but yeah, I, no, I, I agree. I agree. I, agree, I understand what Dan is saying. So what if you're in a relationship mm. and then during that time you meet someone else and it does happen. Legitimately happens. You fall in love with someone else. And you think they're amazing. Yeah. But they're not. But they're not. And you know, then that's, that's, quite, that's quite difficult. So here's the, the, the third question I have then is if that's happened to you, are you forever tainted? Does that mean you can never ever be trusted? Does that should that follow you around and haunt you for the rest of your life? Like the fact that I've said that now, does that mean that anybody listening to this is going to think you can't trust him? <laughs> do, you know, do you know what I mean? Even though that was twenty years ago. Evidence though that people that do cheat that go on to another relationship will will cheat again over those that don't. Sorry, say say that again. Repeat. Sorry. I think it is quite documented evidence that people who do cheat in a relationship and go on to another have more likelihood of cheating again than those that don't. But is that a case of, so So I guess the real question is, is there a, are there two different types of, of, of thing happening here? There's being in a relationship with someone and then just seeing other people randomly cheating, or is there being in a relationship with someone, meeting someone else, falling in love with someone else and switching relationships? Is that cheating? Yes. The whole cheap. time you're with someone and you're seeing someone else, no matter how it happens, that's that's cheating. But I do think that there is that there can be that scenario, and you just you know you end up with someone who is your soulmate, is right for right. you, yeah. and then once you're in that, I don't care you know what what comes across you know what comes across your path, you're you're likely to stay in that relationship because that's right. Mm. Whereas ultimately, if you're even considering someone else, that relationship is wrong. Yeah. Because, you know, I'm not, I'm not being worthy. I'm, I'm certainly not whiter than white on these things. But I'm just saying, you know. So let me, put, let me just cl- sort of close with this question. And this isn't what happened to me on that occasion. But what if the person that you've met mm. that you've, you end up falling in love with is of the opposite sex? from the one that you're in a relationship with. So you're a guy, you're in a relationship with a woman, you meet a guy, you discover that... And you're hypothetically, actually... this isn't you, Dennis. Not on this occasion that I'm talking about, no. <laughs> I didn't say it was only the one time it's happened, did I? <laughs> right, but so... So, only, so what happens then? Really so, can, only really you can answer that question. No, 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 not only really me that can answer that. Because what I'm saying is, what if you're in a situation... This happens to a lot of men, right? They are... Or, and a lot of women. They're in a regular heterosexual relationship they somehow come across, they, they realise that actually, well, they're not heterosexual, they're homosexual, bisexual, whatever. They meet someone else and there's that very difficult transition period where they're seeing a guy while they're actually still married to whatever, with a woman. And because of other social taboos and issues, mm. they're just simply afraid or un- unable to end one relationship with another. Is that still the same level of cheating? Yes. Does it, you know, is it? Yeah, it, it doesn't, is. It doesn't so matter. So it doesn't it's ever just, matter. There's no, no never any... It's still out there yep. cheating on someone. Okay, so... I don't know who it is. Does and, that... I think, and I think that whole taboo, taboo thing about being bisexual, gay or whatever, that, that went away five, ten years ago. Oh, no, I do I think... I do think a lot of think women, especially that. women with children, whose husbands then say, do you know what, I'm leaving you and I'm leaving you for a man, would be totally crushed by that. Yeah. Like really crushed yeah. by that because then that, your whole life in relationship with that person has been a lie and you would think have they always been attracted to men have they been seeing men you know I think it did I, I turn someone gay yeah so and, and there's no way that's more acceptable it's slightly more acceptable now but 
you know, there's, there's, I definitely, I definitely, definitely disagree that that's. Mm. The, so I think it's still wrong, but it's kind of there's definitely more mitigating circumstances. This is there. this is my question: Is it ever justified? Is it always the same? Do you treat all cases exactly the same? You can't ever no. justify it. No. They, they, I mean, it, they're all te- technically cheating. You can't put any slant on it, but it's they're definitely different. Oh yeah. 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 I'm not saying. Well, I don't know. But yeah, definitely mitigating circumstances which make things more difficult to kind of get in a position you want to. So the yeah. intention might be good, but anyway. Okay, well, now that we've now that we've covered that heavy yeah. conversation. Yeah. <laughs> now that we've covered that heavy conversation, I think we should move on to something lighter. And just to close with, I have I've decided it's time we've got a new section on the show. It's called A Question of Conscience. So, this, so I was inspired to this the other day when I was walking down, I was up here, I was in Kensal Rise, right? And uh, it was a bit like a scene from a movie, right? Um, I looked across the road, car pulls up, I think it was like a Mercedes something, door opens, leg steps out, stiletto, like sexy woman, like wearing little black dress, tanned, perfect, it could have all been in slow motion, flowing here, walks across the street, and without her noticing it, she stepped in dog shit. Oh, now, I, I was the only person who saw this. <laughs> right. Right? So my question is, should I tell her? Should somebody tell her she's walking around a bit of shit on her foot? Uh, I, think, I think Brownie should answer first. Well, it's different with dog poo because it's eventually going to rub off. But like, you know, if you... <laughs> If you see someone with a bit of toilet paper on their shoe, I always tell a girl if she's got a bit of toilet paper stuck on her shoe or a label sticking out or anything. Right. So, I don't know about telling her there's dog poo. It depends. If she was about to walk through like a grassy area, I'd probably leave Because it. it was just, you know, the fact that there was a little bit of dog poo and it was, <laughs> well, quite, first, it was quite a stiff bit of poo as well. So it stuck on like a, <laughs> it stuck on like a bit of blue tack, but basically her stiletto heel went through oh, it. You know, Oh, do you oh, know what I mean? Yeah. And she, and she was, she was such a beautiful woman. Oh yeah. With a bit of dog shit on her. Yeah, so it's lumped around the yeah. heel. Yeah. Oh yeah, I would tell her. You would. Yeah, Dan. I'd tell her. Yeah. Yeah, yeah Dan. I don't think so. <laughs> I didn't no, think she would. <laughs> I didn't think you would. I didn't think you would. Okay, so no, I, 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 no, I didn't. I didn't actually. Oh, um, I was too busy laughing. Oh, <laughs> So anyway, that was that was my question of conscience for the week. It just depends how across the ground level you are. It just depends how across the ground level you are. Are you still doing your challenges? Yes, I am. What are you doing at the moment? Um, right now, I just started a new challenge. It's the um, the uh, new food challenge. So basically it works like this, every time I, I'm going to go and cook something or I'm going to buy some food, I have to look at my available options and if there's something I've never had before, if there's a recipe I've never made before or food I've never ordered before, like say I go into a restaurant, mm. I have to have the thing I've never ordered before. Okay, that 
That's a good one. So oh. I've done that twice. I've done it yesterday and today. Yesterday I was in a Japanese restaurant. I ordered the udon mizu, which is something I never order because I don't really care for mizu soup. And today I was at, or I was at a pizza place, but I, I've been there before, so I just ordered the pizza that I've never had. Yeah. Um, and, like it, you know, if I was going to cook something, it has to be a recipe I've never made. And that's what I'm going to try for, for the next 30 days. Okay. So, okay. And since the last time you see me, uh, I did the meditating one. That was an utter failure. <laughs> trying to meditate. And, and, uh, <laughs> every day. Uh, well, either meditate, sit down, find something quiet every day, oh, or yeah. go to bed early. Complete failure. That's hard. I did, the, um, I did uh, no alcohol for a month. Oh, yeah. That month, wow. yes, which worked except I took you know, I said I've got a number of day passes that I can use up. Yeah. I used up the most in that month, so right. I did two day passes on there. So, but oh. otherwise, it was fine. So, you decided to have a month off booze in probably our loveliest, hottest summer. Yeah, it wasn't brilliant timing yeah. when everybody's birthday is, <laughs> and then August, I did decluttering. Oh, did getting you? throwing stuff away, getting rid of stuff. Oh, if I basically if I find pick something up and I really don't need it, gotta throw it away, including online, unsubscribing to email lists, getting rid of friends on Facebook, deep blocking people on Twitter, wow. deleting telephone numbers of that people. That must be like cathartic. That. It was incredible it, look, it got to the point, it got a bit silly. I, I've only got like three pairs of socks now. Because I decided I was going to throw away every sock that had a hole in it, and then suddenly I realised I'd thrown away nearly all my socks. You've got to do more darning, Dennis. Yeah, I do need to do more darning. I love a darn. So, so yeah, that's, so that's, that's the update. Me too. That's the update on the new. Dan has some kind of challenge. I do indeed. Um, I don't know. God, it's quite a few podcasts ago. We did um, the Red Dog Saloon. Well, you guys, I wasn't there, but you did the Red Dog um, Chili Hot Wings Chili Wing Challenge. Mm-hmm. Um, so I just thought. So I happened to come across something um, that was sold in a pub in Houston, and it's called Scorpion Chili Chocolate. Mm-hmm. So I, mean, I thought so dodgy. made with Trinidad scorpion chili peppers. Uh, made with real scorpions. No, I don't don't think it's that. I can't no, it'd be Trinidad scorpion is one of the hottest chili in the world. It's what they use on the um, in uh, part of their sauces. But I can't. It wasn't on the back. That that wasn't the. It, it was a chili, but it wasn't. Do you want me to eat a piece of that? Chocolate? I do. I do. Pass it here. <laughs> okay. There we go. Okay. Chocolate's been. Have you had some of this? Yes. And how did it make you feel? I'll tell you after you've had it. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> I'm nervous already. Yeah. Dennis can take all that. Hot I know. Stuff. Well, I don't. I don't think this is going to do it. I mean, I know you can mm-hmm. handle it, but I just thought it would be interesting to see. Does it taste like chocolate? It does taste like chocolate. Does it taste like chili? It tastes as the heat that you get from. Okay, so on a scale of one to ten, where one is uh, Tabasco. And ten is the Red Dog Saloon chili. This is a four. Really? Wow. Yeah. Oh my god! And You're going to eat the whole thing. Oh my god! That is not even close. So can I put? So I thought I think four is high. I was thinking. I'll put this into context, right? Everyone who was in the pub, like we had, I mean, tiny, probably, you know, I don't know. I yeah. know, it doesn't matter. A tiny I just, bit. I just ate a one centimeter or bigger square of the chocolate. Yeah. Right, and we all flaked out. It destroyed us. And then uh, the guy behind the bar who sold it to us, he'd never had any. 
So he just blazingly just went, oh, I don't know what you're going on about and took a chunk exactly the same size as uh, mm. Dennis just had and he nearly killed over okay. and another guy took some and you know it, it, it went yeah. on and everyone was destroyed yeah. so this man has just done it like mm. it was a, a this, bloody this is, after dinner mint this yeah. is, it, well, it is this is not as hot as some of the stuff I make for myself wow okay how long does the um, hotness last for somebody who's not a who doesn't deal with that very well? It, <laughs> Brown, have a bit. No, have a bit. No, 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 don't. No, I won't. Don't, don't, don't judge yourself based on me. Right, no, so I with that, it took it took it took a good twenty minutes for my mouth to cool down, and I also rubbed my eyebrow yeah, and it burned for ages. Gonna, what I am going to do is go and wash my fingers. Yeah. And on that note, I think I'm going to bring the podcast to an end. Yeah. Thank you for being with us, Virtual Lofty. Thanks, Lofty. No worries. Lofty. No worries. I'll save you some chocolate. Lofty. Lofty. <laughs> cool. And thank you for being with us, listeners. We promise we won't leave it as long next time. We love you. Don't forget to send in your drawings of Lofty's foot. Thanks for listening to our therapy session. I guess the problem we've got here is every time Lofty speaks, it's going to get completely drowned out if anyone speaks over him. Right. So. Wait uh, till 10 years. Yeah, we might just need to. <laughs> <laughs> <laughs>